Welcome back, beautiful mommies. It's another Messy Mom Bun Monday. Hi. Um, yeah, just like all of you, I'm running a bit late. <laughs> Mondays are always super crazy. I didn't realize I even had counseling this morning. I got my little man with me behind me who's eating his little raviolis while I'm trying to squeeze in a podcast. It's been an extremely long and uh, difficult week as far as um, trying to rebrand and regroup our $10,000 loss with our business that we own and run that's been crazy but it's been you know it's been on the up and up and little by little I can't express the baby steps enough but um you know eventually the baby steps they they start to tumble into like little boulders and then the boulders turn into these giant rocks and eventually you know it's all going to be one giant mountain that we're going to get to stand at the top of because we worked hard and struggled for it I want everyone to know who's listening right now that this podcast is for everyone. This podcast is like the Mommy Chronicles. Um, they're basically just opinions and stories coming from my perspective. They're also opinions and perspectives that come from other mothers who need a platform to share their story, whether it's postpartum depression, whether it is anxiety, whether it is extreme life coaching, or it's ex- or bodybuilding, or whatever the case may be, photography. We have tons and tons and tons of really amazing mothers on here and amazing people I've had men on my show as well that being said if any of you guys are looking to share your story or if you want to know more about Messy Mom Bun Monday by all means please email me at MessyMomBunMonday at gmail.com I would really love to keep hearing from every single one of you I have had so much positive feedback from my channel that it's just helped me gain even more momentum to build this platform to the biggest it can be in order to inspire as many women and men and children and all kinds of people as possible. Because unfortunately, when it comes to being a mom, every once in a while, more likely than not, honestly, you've got siblings that are raising their kids. And it's not the parents' fault. Don't get me wrong. I genuinely believe it's because America has this very weird, like, okay, well, if you're a stay-at-home mom, then you're too lazy. Or if you work, then you don't love your kids enough because someone else is raising your kids. You know, like, there's so... Oh, there's just so many. And don't even get me started on if someone's a stay-at-home dad because my husband said that he was going to be a stay-at-home father and every single person he told was like, how could you do that to your wife? Like, oh my gosh, how do you not feel, you know, emasculated? And I just would love to put an end to that stigma that stay-at-home dads are weak or that stay-at-home dads um, don't have as much value as a stay-at-home mom, I guess you could say, or at least that's how I feel in that comment. Personally, my son growing from my husband to me seems like a perfect fit. Um, but eventually my husband got sick and tired of the heckling and he asked if I would just stay home. And this is while I was pregnant. So before the baby even came, we were getting told what we should and shouldn't do and how we need to um, you know, work together, but the way that they were talking about working together, it basically just seemed like, okay, well, let the husband sleep as long as he can because he's the one that works and you, and basically run yourself to death on chores and changing diapers and breastfeeding or bottle feeding or whatever the case. This place is an extreme safe place. And you know, the reason I started this channel was because of the advice that I was getting from other sources. And it's funny, the people who gave me the best advice were people who I genuinely asked for advice for. It wasn't the people who just injected or interjected, however you want to put it, their um, opinion into my parenting plan or my pregnancy plan or my birthing plan or whatever the case may be. There's a lot of people who I feel like don't realize that when you are 
not asked to give an opinion and like say say a new mom you know my friend Bree she's pregnant say she was asking someone in the back seat oh well what about your birthing story that's great she's gonna tell her her story but guess what that doesn't mean that Bree asked me what my birthing story was because my birthing story was scary as fuck so I'm not about to share that and even if she was to ask me I don't really like sharing my experience because it scares a lot of brand new mothers um and I I genuinely encourage you that if you are a new mother to do your research but don't get too deep in the google game if you know what I'm saying like do not go and search really scary stuff because they it will pop up you might search you know how to train my baby to walk or how to um you know how to know if my child is choking or or something like that stuff that you're a little bit nervous about right well guess what when you search it on google the worst thing possible is probably going to pop up first it's going to scare the shit out of you and just remember that is what happens when you go deep into the deep dark google okay i do like google i love the search engine but at the same time when it comes like like here's a funny story for you i literally just had like some sore on the under of my tongue i think i like bit a chip wrong or something and it like cut my underneath of my tongue and now it's like super super sore well there's like this little bump that's like right next to it and so what did i do i went into google and i said what happened what should i do if there's a bump under my tongue and then you want to know the first fucking thing that popped up it's probably an ulcer and it's gonna lead to cancer and like all this crazy fucking shit when at the end of the day it's because I cut my tongue and it's sore and there's bacteria in my mouth. They're not always great bacterias and it's going to take some time to heal. That's why it hurts. Um, so yeah, you can't d just don't have high expectations when you go jumping into Google unless you're looking to scare yourself shitless. I personally loved reading books. I loved listening to other podcasts. I love talking to real people who had their real life experiences and try to stay away from war stories my first time mothers try to stay away from women who are like oh yeah well be careful of the epidural because i got the shot and now i can't walk straight and it's seven years later like okay here's the deal medicine it's a lot lot more advanced these days and i'm not saying i mean i just had my son a year ago and yes he had to poke me three times in the back but I didn't feel it for one and two do I have some back pain every once in a while when it's really cold outside absolutely I do but it's up to me to exercise to stretch to take care of my body it's not their fault that they had to poke me three times because my um because you know I was having contractions and I was moving and I couldn't help it it was and I was so big I could barely bend over you know so I um I just want to encourage all of you first-time moms, again, do your research, go on podcasts though, read books, and talk to your friends. Stay off of Google the most that you can. So now we're going to move into a little bit of a more intense topic. Now, I want everyone who's listening to know that I am grateful for all of your input and I'm more than happy to receive mail from you expressing your feelings and opinions about this specific topic because this is a safe place and your opinions are invited and they're welcomed and they're safe here. So that being said, I want to talk about the George Floyd case. And I don't want to talk about it in the way that I've been seeing, which is you know, we're going to bash police officers, we're going to bash government officials, we're going to, you know, bash white people and black people and just, 
you know, all I'm seeing right now is a whole lot of hate and a whole lot of, you know, no mercy, which, mind you, if George Floyd's family was 100% or even a half a percent behind all the rioting and the destruction that's going on all over the world, I wouldn't be saying anything. Because if their family thinks that he would stand for that and that's what he would want and this is justice for him, then so be it. And that is their that is their story to tell, you know. But they're very, very clear and they've said it multiple times on international television that they are not okay with the writing and with the way that people have been um, as far as tearing apart their neighborhoods and burning down buildings and defacing World War II um, memorials and churches and stuff like that. Like, it's going too far. And I'm not here to tell any of you how to feel. I'm not here to tell any of you that you don't have the right to be angry because that's just not true. Everybody is angry and everybody wants justice. Everybody wants a change because even the white people and the Asian people and the Mexicans and the Latinos and the Africans and you fucking name it. I mean, there's over a hundred different races out there. We're all tired. We're all tired of the hate. We're all tired of being told that, you know, white privilege. I don't know how many fucking times I was told over the last 30 or 72 hours that I am white privileged. And the fact that I am a mixed child, the fact that I am a quarter black and I am French and Indian, it doesn't matter that um, that m my opinions are we should have more peace because apparently I don't understand because I am white privileged because I'm not dark enough. And to me, that is uh, something I've actually lived with and dealt with my entire life. I've been made fun of for acknowledging the fact that I am a quarter black and I have been told by black people that I don't count and that how dare I say that I'm a quarter black because that's just racist and rude and it's like that's and it's like okay well I'm racist because I am acknowledging the fact that I have African-American in my family when my ancestors were slaves you know I come from a French and an African-American heritage and my grandmother grew up very poor. My grandfather grew up extremely poor. I, myself, have grown up extremely poor in certain situations. Now, I can't say the same about my siblings because I split households. So for someone to tell me that I'm white privileged when I was a child sleeping on a tile floor because my parents were working three jobs and we had to stay at my you know, mom's friend's house because we couldn't afford the rent in our place anymore, you know... You have no idea who I am. And I don't appreciate people, specifically people of color. I don't care what color you are. White, black, yellow, red, brown. I don't care what color you are. But the fact that you are attacking other people who don't look just like you, but have the same ethnicity as you, but it doesn't count in your book because they don't look like you is the exact same fight that you're fighting for right now to try to tell all of us that not all black people are criminals, not all black people are gangsters, not all black people support crime, whatever the case may be. We're not all violent. Okay, well, if that's the case, then why are you grouping all white people together? And mind you, white is a very broad term because there are a lot of Latina women who are white. There are a lot of Mexican women and men who are white. There are a lot of Italian men and women 
or European Euro uh, women and men who may be like South African, but they're fucking white. That's because it's a skin color. It has nothing to do with who you are on the inside. It has nothing to do with how you think or speak or act. You know what has everything to do with you and the way that you are as a person? Your actions. How you choose to wear that title. Yes, I am black, but that's not going to stop me. Or yes, I am black, so I'm going to fall into the crime and gangster and you know, fuck the police game. You know, it's a choice, okay? You have a choice to be good or to be bad. Because I tell you what, there are gangs in every race. There are gangs in, and all kinds of organized crime in every single race and even religion. So how we went from a COVID-19 we need to heal the earth. We need to heal each other with music and art and share our talents and gifts and bring our world back together and come together and unite and defeat this faceless enemy to all of a sudden we are so divided that I can't turn on the television without it looking like mass fucking destruction to where it scares my children, to where it's scaring your children, to where this summer isn't going to be a summer full of vacations and, you know, getting to go to the national park or going to your favorite ice cream store because you don't fucking know what's going to happen these days because people are out of control. It isn't just black people. No, I have watched those videos and I have seen people of all races and colors going into that target. I saw all colors involved in that. It wasn't just black people. Here's the problem. You are ruining it for the protesters who are trying to make a difference. You are taking jobs from people who need money in the middle of a pandemic because we don't know what is to come when it comes to this next stimulus, if we even get it considering what's been happening right now because we very well not be able to afford it anymore because of how much damage has been done to these cities and what damage is continuing to be done to these cities because apparently we fight fire with fire now because apparently we're fucking children and that's how that shit works i know this is a very dense topic and it's a very sensitive topic and i know i've used some harsh language but the whole reason that i'm frustrated and angry is because there are protesters there are probably thousands of protesters that are peaceful and that are actually making their message very clear. They are putting it across in a very educational way to show our future leaders of America how we stand up for our rights. We don't burn shit down. We don't shoot people in the street. And we sure as hell don't vandalize World War II memorials and, and historical churches. This has gone too far for too long. And no, I'm not telling black people how to feel. No, I'm not telling any race specifically how to feel. So this whole hashtag black lives matter. Okay, I get it. All lives matter. Everybody's life matters right now. And yes, black lives do fucking matter. Absolutely. But guess what? You are taking away what these protesters have worked and our ancestors have worked so hard to get. You're taking away their voice. 
You're taking away their opportunity to turn a bad situation into something beautiful and to something that is going to change the rest of the world and the way that they view America and things like that. And, you know, for the people who are supporting all the fires and the damage and the vandalizing and scaring children and scaring people, this is not... This is not what Americans do. And that is who we are. We are Americans. We are not black or white or Indian or Asian or whatever the case. We are fucking Americans. And this is not how we treat each other. And I would like to see America work together for once in their fucking lives in history. Can we all, please, for the love of God, can we all stop with the racial shit. It doesn't matter if you're black. It doesn't matter if you're white. We all have trials. We all struggle. We all get bullied. And we all stand up for what we believe in. Because that's what America does. So stop saying that it was a white cop versus a black, innocent black man. No, 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 no. It was a crooked cop who killed an innocent man. Not a black man, not a white man, not an Asian man, a man in general. And that is what matters. That cop should not get away with third degree murder. Absolutely not. I don't agree with that in any way, shape or form. You don't kneel on someone's neck for nine minutes and not expect them to die. Sorry, sorry not sorry. Take your ghetto ass home. And yes, I say ghetto. I don't say ghetto because your skin is a certain color. I say ghetto because of how you're fucking acting. Stop acting ghetto. You want to get out of the ghetto? You want to be treated differently? You want to be treated with respect and love and kindness? Then you better show it. Show it and be better and stop looting. Stop setting shit on fire. Stop burning down your neighborhoods and churches. Stop scaring these children and get your head right. We are going to get justice for George Floyd. Don't you even get that so twisted. We will absolutely get justice for him. But we are not going to get justice for his memory by this shit. So protesters, what I'm going to end as far as this topic goes on is I am proud of you for standing up for who you believe in and what you believe in and the standards that you have set for this country. I am thankful for your forward thinking of silent protesting and peaceful marches. Those are incredible and they are seen and heard all over the world and I'm thankful for you. But to all of you looters out there, to all you people threatening, saying that you're coming up and you're going to be robbing people's homes, you're going to be taking jobs away from people who are hardworking trying to get through a pandemic, shame on you. And I have no doubt. I'm a God believer, I'm an, and I'm a God-fearing woman, and I have no doubt that his wrath will be ten times over the things that you stole, so I hope it was worth it. I hope that you are prepared for what is about to happen to you in your personal life. Does that mean it's going to happen tomorrow? No. Is it going to happen next month? Maybe not. Maybe not even in a year, but guess what? It'll catch up. It'll happen. Karma's a bitch, and she don't care. She doesn't care what color your skin is. She doesn't care where your mama raised you. She doesn't care if you went to the best college in the motherfucking world. If you are part of this looting, setting fire, scaring, and just flat out 
not okay practices of fighting for my freedom, fighting for what's right. Who are you fighting for? Because I can fight for my damn self. And so can everybody else. Don't say that you're fighting for me. Don't say that you're burning down shit for me. And don't you dare say that you're doing it for our future youth. Because that is just the farthest thing from the truth. Stop lying to yourselves. And stop with the hate. Thank you again to all of the protesters who are risking their lives. I don't want to keep my mouth closed due to how many followers I have. I don't want to, you know, keep my... I don't want to keep my mouth shut because I think this is important. I know that the world is going to get better and we are going to heal. We are all going to heal, but we need to be able to heal in a healthy way. Anger and racism and and destruction, they come from the heart. They start there. They start in the heart. And if you can't fill your heart with love, then you will never, ever be able to move forward and you will always have hate in your heart and my friend I'm sorry if you're the one with the hate in your heart you're part of the problem you can't fight fire with fire and you cannot beg for peace love and justice if you are breaking your own code which is leave innocent people out of it people are dying not just of COVID they're dying because people are breaking into their homes and they're hurting people. If you want respect, you better show it. And it goes both ways. Hence why I understand why everyone is so angry. That officer had no respect for Mr. Floyd. And for that, I am sorry. Nobody can bring George Floyd back. Nobody can heal that pain for his family. But please, can we stop? Can we just honor his name and what he stood for the right way the american way not the motherfucking gangster way not the mafia way not the not the i'm black you're white you don't understand way in unity we need to come together in unity and understand that we are all after the same prize and that is peace it is love and it's to stop the hate. I love you all so much. And I hope that you have an amazing Messy Mom Bun Monday. And I'm sorry that I got this episode out so late. But you know, we live in some really scary times right now. And um, no, I didn't, didn't get any sleep. sleep. And yes, this topic, this topic is very sensitive. sensitive and it's very... And I had a, a lot of very choice words to say. And no, I'm not afraid to say it. And I'm saying it on my podcast because I'll never take it back. Because I know my truth, and I know that America is better than that. Because I know that America can look past skin color, and we can work together, just like we did in COVID. So that being said, I love you all so much. Like I said, I know this uh, podcast episode was a bit heavy. I hope that you all have an amazing Messy Mom Bun Monday. Thank you so much for listening to the very end. And again, as always, have an amazing Messy Mom Bun Monday. I love you all so much, and I will see you back here next week.